1: Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Steven Serta. No Chiefs practice on Wednesday as they have the day off to get ready for their preseason finale Thursday night against the Green Bay Packers, but we did hear from Chiefs Chairman and CEO Clark Hunt. Here's Clark. I want to thank everyone for being here this afternoon. I wanna start by expressing my condolences to Lynn's wife, Linda, and his children, Lynn Jr. and Lisa. My family's thoughts and prayers are with his family during this very challenging time. The Chiefs in the city of Kansas City have truly lost an icon. Lynn Dawson has been associated with the Chiefs organization for 60 years, and his impact both on and off the field will be remembered by generations of pro football fans. Lynn was my first sports hero, and he remained somebody I admired and respected his entire life. His impact on the Kansas City Chiefs and everyone who has ever worked for the organization cannot be overstated. With that, I'm happy to open it up to questions. Let's go first to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam.
0: Hey, Clark. Uh, hey, I just wanted to say I'm sorry about Lenny. Uh, it's a sad day for sure. Um, can you share what plans the team has in terms of honoring Lenny, whether it's tomorrow night or later on in the season or some, some other um, thing that the, the team might have planned?
1: Uh, yeah, so we're in discussions right now with the family on that. We want to be respectful uh, of what the family uh, would like to do. Uh, certainly, uh, we'll do some things during the game uh, tomorrow night, and then hopefully something uh, later on at GEHA Field at Arrowhead uh, that would be open to the fans. Let's go next to Vahe Gregorian. Goodbye.
0: Hi, thanks. Thanks, Clark. Appreciate you being with us, and sorry for your loss. Uh, you mentioned Len being your first sports hero, and I, I wonder what, what made him that, and I also wonder – if that stayed with you kind of all all your life, all his life, that feeling of uh, the way you first saw him. Uh, yeah, it sure
1: did. Um, I think it was, you know, to a large degree, a coincidence of, you know, my age and when Lynn was having so much success uh, on the field for the Chiefs. He was really synonymous uh, with those early Texans and Chiefs teams. That won three AFL championships and Super Bowl four. and so it was pretty easy for a six or seven year old kid uh, to look up to Lynn and and say, "Hey that's that's one of my heroes." And you're exactly right. Uh, that feeling really stayed with me uh, my entire life. and I, I think back to ten or eleven years ago, uh, shortly after I'd taken over leadership of the chiefs, sitting down and doing an interview with him. And just how surreal that was. I was doing I was doing an interview about my leadership of the Chiefs uh, with somebody who I, I literally uh, idolized as a kid. So uh, it, did, it did stay with me. And I think that was true. of Really, everybody who came to work for the Chiefs. All right. I remember Scott Pioli, uh telling me he had a very similar experience when he did his first interview. Uh, with with Len and just you know how awestruck he was to be doing an interview with a pro football Hall of Famer and somebody who had accomplished so much off the field as well as on. Let's go next to Len Jennings. Good, Len.
0: Uh, hey, Clark. Thanks for taking the time uh, uh, to talk about Len and uh, just a question: If you could reflect or what do you remember most about the relationship that Len had with your dad, with your dad, and and with uh, Hank Stram?
1: Yeah. Well, there were a lot of things that were unique about the relationships uh, that that group of men had uh, because of the battle uh, that they had been through uh, with the NFL, when the two leagues were battling against each other and literally the survival of the AFL was was not certain. And I think that that gave that group a very special bond. And of course, Lynn and Hank and the Chiefs were a key to the AFL uh, succeeding. The success they had had on the field, Um, even though they didn't win Super Bowl uh, one, I think they showed that they had the capacity uh, to come back, which they did three years later and and win the the Super Bowl. So, you know, my my dad, you know, Hank and Lynn were were very close. Lynn was obviously the leader of the team with Hank, the, the leader of the football football team as the head coach. And so the three of them really had a special relationship. Let's go next to Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. Clark. Um, What was your relationship like with with him when you were a kid? And can you sort of describe for people just the magnitude of impact he had on this city? I mean, we see it with Patrick certainly today. I'm wondering if you can kind of give us some insight into the impact that that Lynn had when you were a kid. Well, I think Lynn uh, was really the first big sports celebrity uh, in Kansas City. Um, and he certainly is up there in the top you know, two or three or four uh, to ever have played for teams in, in Kansas City. And I think really anybody who grew up during that era uh, grew up cheering for Lynn Dawson. He, he was the undisputed leader of the Chiefs team, the Chiefs team that, that went to the Super Bowl and eventually won, won the Super Bowl. Um, so, I, I think not only me, but uh, anybody who was cheering for the team during that, that era has a very fond memory and a very special bond uh, with him. Uh, the thing, of course, that makes Lynn so unique is his career didn't stop when his playing days were done in 1975. Uh, he went on to this amazing broadcast uh, career, uh, both uh, TV and, and radio. And through that, he stayed attached to the Chiefs and also the city of Kansas City. Uh, so that gave, you know, future generations, uh, uh, generations that weren't necessarily alive when he was winning Super Bowls, but it, it gave them uh, a connection with, with Lynn Dawson and the Chiefs uh, that, uh, you know, I think makes him truly special uh, in the pantheon of great players to have ever played for the Chiefs or, frankly, any Kansas City team. Looks like we have four more. We'll go right down the line, starting with Todd
0: Palmer. Go ahead, Todd. Uh, hey, Clark. My condolences. I appreciate your time. Um, I I was curious. Do you have any specific memory? You mentioned him being a hero when you were a kid. Do you have any specific memories that kind of jump out from from those days? And, and similarly, do you have any specific memories from as he, you know, was older and you took over the team and he was, uh, you know, still doing play-by-play?
1: Yeah, well, as a child, I, I just remember uh, being on the Chiefs field and looking up to Lent. Uh Of course, a, as a child, all the players uh, were huge, um, and he was actually one, one of the, the smaller one of the, of the group, uh, but, but he, was, he was the one that, that had the head factor. He was the one who was the leader of the team, and I remember looking at him uh, like that. Um, You know, I have so many memories of of Lynn as a a broadcaster uh, doing the the Chiefs games uh, from the radio booth. I would go up there, you know, periodically uh, during the preseason and be part of the broadcast uh, with with he and Mitch. Um, But something that I also had the pleasure of doing with him for many, many years was the Lynn Dawson scholarship, uh, which goes to a deserving high school student. Uh, to help them with their uh, college tuition. And uh, he and I, you know, for about a decade, uh, presented that award each year. And I know that was something that was really important to him. And it was just a small sample of the way that he gave back uh, to the community of Kansas City. Uh, But it was something that I really enjoyed uh, doing with him. I I should also mention in in that same vein, uh, that of course, he won the NFL Man of the Year uh, award back in I believe 1973, uh, before it 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 was uh, uh, renamed after Walter Payton. But anyhow, uh, he was the, the first Chiefs player I believe to to win that award. Very deserving, and again just showed how much he cared about giving back. Let's go next to Harold Kuntz. Go ahead, Harold. Go ahead.
0: Uh, Clark, my condolences to you and your family and everything that's gone on today. I know it's a tough moment for you. Um, obviously, he had a great legacy with the organization throughout time. You know, how how did you see him help the generation, the new Chiefs, get acclimated to the culture of the Chiefs and everything involved and what you saw from him that he was able to express so greatly what
1: the Chiefs organization meant to him to the future generations? Yeah, well, because of his unique role uh, in the media, everybody who came to the team as a player or a coach or a general manager uh, ended up doing an interview with Lynn Dawson. And I think in a lot of those cases, it was very intimidating, right? You're, you're doing a, an interview with somebody who's a legend, somebody who had accomplished so much on the field of pro football hall of famer, but he had this unique ability to make everybody feel comfortable and feel welcome and, and feel Uh, important being part of the Kansas City Chiefs. So he was a great, great asset uh, to us, even though he wasn't per se directly working for the organization, in that he was an ambassador uh, who helped welcome generations of football players, coaches, and GMs to the Kansas City Chiefs. We've got two more. We'll go next to Darren Smith. Go ahead, Darren.
0: Hey, Clark, just like everyone else said, uh, you know, my condolences to you, the organization, as well as uh, his family. How would you like him to be remembered by the city of Kansas City? I mean, when you look at it, he was, as you said, Kansas City's first uh, superstar, so to speak. And you you look at younger, uh, younger uh, uh, fans of the game today who may not know. About Lynn Dawson and what he meant to the city as well as to the league. He obviously was the first uh, one of the initial broadcasters for um, uh, inside the NFL. And so, you know, so his presence just felt all across the league. But how would you like the city of Kansas City to remember um, Lynn Dawson?
1: Well, I think some people are going to remember him as a player, um, others will remember him as a broadcaster. Uh, but I, I hope that everybody in Kansas City will remember him as someone who embraced the city and really spent his entire life trying to make Kansas City a better place to, to live, work, and play. we will go last to Vahe again. Go ahead, Vahe.
0: Clark, just a, sort of a two-parter. When when you think about Len Dawson, wh- what what do you think sums him up? in the sense of how how he stands for this city and then just have a quick follow-up Brad. Um,
1: well uh, as i mentioned earlier i think he's synonymous uh, with the success of the early chiefs organization um, and those early teams uh, that really helped establish uh, the chiefs in the american football league but i think when you when you step back and think about him in terms of kansas city um, I think he's synonymous with somebody who cared about the community
0: and was really focused on finding ways
1: to give back.
0: And the second part is, you, you know, at that time you were too young for this, but those of us who didn't live in the area at the time, you know, he was a bit iconic around the nation um, at a time where that was, you know, not as easy to have happen as now. I, I, I'm curious if you have some sense of even during his playing days before the broadcasting stuff took off of how how much he seemed to be. A national figure then
1: yeah I probably didn't appreciate it at the time uh, because I, I was uh, fairly young but I've certainly come to appreciate it uh, over the last you know 20 or 30 years um, you know when I run into somebody who's not from Kansas City uh, but they're a fan of pro football they frequently will bring up Lynn Dawson's name because uh, that that's who they remember from those early chiefs teams. Um, so I do have a sense for his impact. I've had people from around the country reach out to me today and say, hey, you know, I cheered for the Chiefs because of Lynn Dawson, you know, when it, when I was a little kid, uh, even though I didn't live in Kansas City. Clark, that's all we have. We really appreciate you taking the time. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it.